0: Welcome to 90 Day Fiancé WTF Podcast, a weekly hangout to talk about what the fuck we all just watch on TLC's 90 Day Fiancé. I am Nadia and with me is my co-host Lon.
1: Hey everybody, what's up Nadia?
0: Hey, Lon, I think this is the modest I have seen you dressed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to let you know, I have a really long tongue. Too bad I don't know how to use it.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Creepy.
1: Our favorite Mormon folks.
0: Yeah, our favorite LDS churchgoer, I guess. Lon, I just learned what LDS is finally.
1: Oh, Latter-day I would Saints
0: throughout the entire tell all until I kind of figure it out cuz as you know I'm not Christian but you know what I mean like <laughs> right, right they they used that acronym and I'm like what is LDS is it a new drug <laughs> <Like> a, <laughs> or a, cl- a cult and then I figure it out it was Latter-day Saints so hey 2 days years old
1: <laughs> I mean cult close enough But I'm not. Okay. Let me I I take that back. Listeners, if you're LDS or Mormon, I'm not trying to offend anybody. Let me take that back. The Catholic Church could also be seen as a cult. We talked about Midnight Mass, I think. right. Yeah, that was I mean, there's a lot of cultish things. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It just it really just depends if you're into religion or not. And if you are into religion, which religions do you follow and that's the weird thing because every religion thinks they're right. and But really, if you step outside of the box, it's all cultish. <laughs> anyway.
0: <laughs> let's get into it. Lon, let's get into it. <laughs> before we get canceled. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I thought we can start with Ellie and Victor because there's really not much to talk about with them. It's yeah. nothing new that we uncovered right during right well um
1: i think you made some assumptions and you were you made a few assumptions actually that were actually on point so one being that i guess he's in the u.s right Mm -hmm. i think you mentioned that that like
0: yeah (laughs) yeah well someone snapped a photo of her at the place where she worked which is the pizza parlor and that gave us that clue that maybe victor is in the u.s the thing that we just learned during the show is they did start the K-1 visa process before the pandemic. Right. And when COVID happened, she thought, we don't know what's going to happen. Let's just move to Providencia. And then the hurricane, the CAT-5 hurricane, was it CAT-5, right? Oh, yeah. Hurricane happened. So the, the K-1 visa, Poo- visa
1: process is for him to come to the U.S. Correct well so did you know then why did you do the other way because exactly you, now you're fabricating the story that like oh the the original goal was to go there and live there yeah and uh, start the bar there and be in paradise there yeah but then so we started this in my head I was like something's not
0: quite right. matching
1: up here so I don't know yeah
0: <laughs> we got it.
1: We got (laughs) fraudded. Yeah. They already started the K1 visa process for him to come to America.
0: Yeah. I have a feeling that maybe she pivoted when COVID happened. Mm. And she thought, well, we can't film anything because I guess the visa process might have been halted. Mm. And then she told the producers that hey, let's just make this into a the other way situation. And then she pretended. That's the part where I think we got frauded. Is she pretended to uproot herself, right? She pretended to sell her home, gave up her business, only to move to Providencia. But now that we've seen them, both of them at the tell all, it's so obvious that she actually still has her life back here. Mm -hmm. I mean, great. I mean, I'm not hating on that, but it seems like a con to me. But
1: yeah but also she is smarter than we gave her credit for mm-hmm. like outside of the fictionalized world of 90 day fiance. She, she had a plan and that was like, no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket. Are you fucking me? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. Cause um, that would be a hard U-turn. Right. Mm-hmm. If she had given up everything and suddenly now she has to start, I don't know, maybe find work or start a new restaurant or something, but I'm glad that she was able to return to the U.S. And I'm not sure, Lon, if you noticed something. When Victor asks who here has never cheated. And then you see some cast members raise their hands, Kenny being one of them. But did you notice that Sumit raised his hand too? No, he was being shady. Come on. So, you know, you cheated. <laughs> you cheated on your ex-wife with Jenny. With
1: Jenny. Yeah, How dare you raise your <laughs> I didn't see that. No.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So he, here's the thing. I think somebody mentioned it. They said, well, it still doesn't seem like you're taking responsibility for your actions. And that's mm. exactly what was happening. Like his answers were always. I'm a man, right? Yeah. Or who? Come on. You know, who, are you telling me you haven't? Who else has? okay, that's not the point. Like, are you going to just own up to it? Can you just say, it was shitty? I'm sorry. It won't ever happen again. I made a mistake. And it wasn't about that. It was like, you guys haven't done it. Come on. I'm a man.
0: Come on. Like, I'm like, dude. (laughs) It's a rite of passage. You're terrible,
1: dude. Yeah. (laughs) What are you saying, man? (laughs) So uh, they brought their friend over. Mm -hmm. And What do you think? Do you think there's hope for Ellie and Victor? Are they going to last? Are they doomed? What's your take here?
0: I think unlike Evelyn, Ellie doesn't hold a lot of grudges on that cheating episode. Mm. She doesn't bring it up. If anything, they argue more about money. Mm. You know what I mean? So I think she's willing to give him another chance. Right. And I don't see them as being unsatisfied with each other or unhappy with each other. I think they might go on with the relationship, but it's up to him. This is a relationship that he stands to lose.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. The friends not liking your significant other or whatever. For some, it's, it's a deal breaker, but for mm-hmm. others, it's not. That's one of those things where your friends can like your significant other or not and still be a part of your life. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean you got to break up or that doesn't mean you have to divorce or it doesn't, that doesn't mean you can't be with the significant other. It just means, okay, well, I have to reserve time for them. And you know what? Thank you for your opinion. I know you're looking out for my best interests, but I'm going to stay around and see where this goes. Like that's such a normal thing to do. Right. So uh, I'm like, all right. And you're, you're right.
0: Unless your name is Alina to which I think you should run the other way.
1: Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's. And there's levels, right? Yeah, <laughs> Lena's levels. in a For completely sure. different situation. Yeah, but yeah, with Ellie and Victor, they do—they do seem happy. Mm-hmm. They seemed great. Like, they seem like the, a genuine couple. At the tell-all, yeah, it's almost as if the cheating part—I wouldn't it was say
0: fabricated, maybe, right?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say it wasn't a big deal. But it seems to me that like Ellie's like
0: they it happened, brush it off almost.
1: Yeah, it yeah. happened. I forgave him, yeah. and that, and we're moving on from that. Yeah, you know what I mean? And aren't they both going to therapy? Is that what I thought?
0: I remember that part. Mm -hmm. I didn't write anything down on that. Maybe they did. or maybe they are. But yeah,
1: I think they're trying to resolve whatever issues that they have their hang ups and stuff. And even from the entire season it didn't seem as though like they were a strong couple aside from, you know, arguing about money. Yeah. Like to me, I thought they were pretty strong compared to the other couples on the show. Yeah. So So I think they're going to stick together. Yeah. I don't know how long, but I don't think there's like doom doomed.
0: I agree. The biggest takeaway from their scenes is when Kenny spoke up and said, you need to learn how to fight. Right. Mm, Which is like the best advice for any couple, you know?
1: Yeah. Right. Conflicts are going to happen. No relationship is perfect. If anything, yep. the perfect relationship is the one where you know how to resolve your conflicts. It's not a conflict-free relationship that's perfect, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, There's just going to be differences. You're different people. And learning how to fight right was, was such a good way to put it. Yep. Told Kenny, you. you're so wise.
0: <laughs> I know. <Hundo> P. <laughs> Do you mind if we move on to Jenny and Summit? Um, no, commits, uh, uh, yeah. but is still afraid to tell his parents.
1: Yeah, so I jumped the gun on that. I was just like, "That's dumb, just say it." But after cooling off a little bit, it's true. People were like, "Oh, you made the right call. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is something that needs to be done face to face." And I'm like, "Okay, all right, right, okay, face to face." But in my head, I was just just fucking. I was just like, "Just tell him, dude." Like, because to me, my initial thing was, "It's not gonna matter." Whether you tell them now or whether you tell them later, it's going to be the same reaction. We don't care. But I guess if you do it face to face, there's always going to be that context that, oh, we think you deserve that. There's a respect factor. But I don't know, for the parents, the disrespect already happened when you didn't say it. When you didn't tell them that you were going to, even though they didn't give the blessing and even though they would have tried to stop it, there's something to be said about you telling them, well, I'm going to do it anyway before you do it not doing it behind their back and then saying guess what we're married
0: yeah if i were to assume it, i would prep them mentally before <laughs> start dropping it. hints yeah start dropping <laughs> raising your <trumps>. eyebrow <laughs> yeah and then go ahead with the wedding so that by the time they found out they'll be mad but at least they're mentally prepared i guess mhm They've already had historical facts on it, maybe, if that makes sense. Right. I thought that Sumit's dad Anil's comments about how their parents, grandparents, ancestors would not want them to be married. That was really harsh, dude. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Right? Like It's like you're condemning them and saying on behalf of your ancestors that yeah, they would condemn them too. I mean, it just sounds very harsh to me.
1: All right, but also the grip of patriarchy, I guess, mm. is also so strong that even yeah. on camera, the brother savage, right? Well, yeah. when they said, "Would you still not marry her then if the tables were turned?" I would not. I was like, "Oh my Yo, gosh, your <laughs> wife is next to you. I know. You just had a kid.
0: Like you're yeah. gonna say that to her, and she in front of and-
1: her? You could tell she was like, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't have an opinion. Cause it was never, I mentioned never had before. to face that. Yeah. Right. We didn't have to face that or whatever. And yeah. I was like, dang, <laughs> that's crazy. That's but like he didn't even, yeah. He didn't even consider her feelings or what I'm just, no, nah, I'm just not. Dude, it's someone you love or what? And yeah. I don't know, maybe it's patriarchy, but maybe it's also, it is their culture. Like what, what my parents say goes. And if they don't like her, then, then it doesn't matter that I love her.
0: So it's familial harmony comes before your own interests, right?
1: Mm. Yeah, sorry, my dog's whining. Let me
0: no, go for get it. my dog out.
1: Yeah, so what was the phrase again? You said f- it was so beautifully spoken yeah, the way you said it. Familial. No, it's
0: it's familial harmony mm. before your own self-interest. It familial sounds like, harmony. I'm not sure if it's a patriarchal thing. It's more of like, right. so basically, even if you're, in love or you think you found the love of your life if your family does not approve you're not supposed to pursue it that seems like how it comes across you know
1: in this case though it was more
0: but is it you make your to- mom
1: make your mom happy happy True. wife happy life right. kind of thing because yeah. like it was actually uh, I say patriarchy, but in this family, it was actually matriarchy. matriarchy. <laughs> yeah, yep,
0: yep, yep. You got a point there.
1: You got to make her happy. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. Because we actually don't care, right? <laughs> She's the one that's going to terrorize the rest of us. But
0: <laughs> they take the generation gap so seriously. Because I think that's part of the problem why they didn't approve of their relationship to begin with. She's 60-something, he's 30-something. Mm, right. So they're like, no, that's not how marriage works. That's not how love works. And it took the astrologer to convince them that, hey, it's none of you guys' business. And then, okay, they relented. They agreed to let Jenny and Sumit live together. But in their minds and in their eyes, they cannot consummate. They cannot get married, which is sad. Yeah,
1: yeah. And the thing too is that made me raise an eyebrow because I know for Catholics and maybe for other Christians too, they would have a problem with living together and not getting married. Yeah. Like my mom right now considers me living in sin because my girlfriend Damn. lives with me. Yeah. But we're not married. So when he said, well, we don't care if you live together, why do you have to marry her? You know, that was like, oh, really? That doesn't bug you or, but again, I don't know much about. You know their culture and, and religious beliefs, but for me, yeah, my mom thinks I'm living in sin. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay,
0: <laughs> I bet my mom thinks so too. <laughs> oh yeah, people don't believe in like cohabitation. Cohabitation, right? Right? Yeah, before <laughs> marriage, and I thought cohabitation is a healthy thing for relationships. It's like you want a test drive, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, totally. There's a lot of things I think that sometimes religious beliefs get wrong a little bit. You know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So we both agree that Sumit should not have confessed to the parents that they're married, right? On the show.
1: I'll remain on the fence about that. I can see pros and cons to both. Mm -hmm. I think there's pros and cons to both. I believe that, yes, okay, there's some respect factor there to Mm -hmm. be said, you know, about doing it face-to-face. But also, I don't think it will matter. Mm -hmm. Uh, and It would have made some good TV. Definitely, if he yeah. said it on the show. It would have been
0: very awkward.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they tried. They tried that on him, right? Yeah. Are you did. sure
0: you it, don't want to say? Sean Robinson really teed up yeah. on a platter for him. Like, is there anything else you would like to say to your family? Yeah, I'm messy. This is so messy. Oh, DLC. <laughs> and you can tell that people are feeding questions in her earpiece, right? Because Yeah.
1: Yeah. here's what I think though I think he would have I think they would have said it
0: mm-hmm. if
1: the reaction was positive yeah but because the, it was so like negative they were like nope this is yep. not the time he changed his mind last yeah. week he
0: made a game time decision game time he's decision like, <laughs> yeah he's like yeah. oh mom Uh-oh. that's a piss nope still yeah <laughs> still sore about Jenny and me alright next time but mm. we'll get them next time so do you think we can talk about Binny and ari
1: Binny and ari you predicted this one too right
0: yeah I he got think his we,
1: k1 visa and he's, he's, in, k-1 he's k-1 American visa now. Visa
0: in the u.s yep yep yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. so you know i mean that's cool i think for me the meat of this one was um was leandro um, everything else was kind of retreading old ground like were there women over or not His wish getting in his ear about certain things like this is stuff we kind of went over. And if you want to touch on that, too, we can get into that. But for me, it was Leandro like, you know, what is what's his deal with not wanting to respect the relationship that way? I understand. I get it. I have friends, too. And we're still friends, you know, and no one's saying you can't be friends, mm-hmm. but can you respect the relationship? when Have the boundaries. Says, hey, can you, yeah. Right. Can you have boundaries? Yeah. And he says, back off. He didn't even say, I don't want you to be friends anymore. He just, what if I just told you to back off? And that's it. The fact that you have a past, an intimate one that, that you never got closure to. Yeah. Admittedly, you're on TV saying it. That's just really sus that you two are speaking behind his back. In a different language. So he doesn't understand that's the same as keeping secrets. As far as I'm concerned, I suspect, yep. yeah, you know, and it's just not cool. And it would be different if it was quick calls to say, Hey, I miss you. Happy birthday. Or I don't know, whatever, whatever friends say to each other, but then you're not a regular friend. You are the ex-husband and you are spending hours at a time speaking in languages. He doesn't understand. Like, how do you think this is Okay. So, yeah.
0: Lon, that was the question I was going to ask you. Should Leandro back off on his own or wait till Ari to tell him to back off? And I think I pretty much have your answer there, which is you're more of team. Leandro should back off.
1: Yeah. And I hate to put it like, Engendered gendered language, right? Ever since I've started making trans friends and non-binary friends, I hate to say, oh, phrases like man up, you know, or yeah. he doesn't have the balls. Anyways, that's besides the point. What I'm trying to say is man to man, <laughs> person on, to person, dude. person to person. Yes. Person to person. That is her new partner now. And if your relationship with her is harming their marriage, are they married or just engaged? I'd be forgetting.
0: You're not married.
1: Okay, their relationship,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? Back off, respect his wishes. I think somebody said it. What if the tables were turned? Or is he married? I forget. Is your wife girlfriend? girlfriend. Yeah, Yeah, okay. How does she feel? How would his girlfriend feel? Yes, and then- he's
0: like, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Come on. I actually found out, and maybe I missed this throughout the entire season, but Sean Robinson really spelled it out for all of us. Ari was still married to Leandro when she got pregnant with Beanie's child. Mm. Did you know that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It never ended. That's the thing. It yeah. didn't end.
0: It, it didn't officially end. Yeah. End, right?
1: You no. Know? Damn. They just stopped, no, like, talking and, yeah. Yeah. I think Leandro was surprised, too. And I think, too, so he's sour about that. Yeah. Like, oh, what? Again, there was no real closure to this, so... Mm-hmm. Sticky situation.
0: Wow. So let me postulate on this. <laughs> I think he's not that mad at her, even though he should, because he got a green card out of it. Benny? No, Leandro.
1: Oh, Leandro. Yeah. Oh.
0: They were still married. Oh, wait,
1: I forgot. But he also was not American. Yeah, he's um, not.
0: He's Argentinian. Citizen,
1: right. Oh, my gosh.
0: So that's why I'm saying that my, my theory that. is that the reason why he's so cordial with her is because I think in a way he's grateful that she brought him over and he's like, well, I got a good education from the U.S. I'm here. Why should I be mad?
1: All right. He's got a girlfriend now anyway. He's got a
0: girlfriend now, probably living the life. I don't know. But I have to say they probably didn't get the proper closure. I don't know yeah. what kind of closure they got, but. Yeah, I just think that Ari is also complicit in this because she keeps him in her back pocket. Mm. You know. Yeah.
1: Yep. She's Dandro, right? That. I think she's she has that like safety net or like yeah. on the shelf kind of idea there.
0: He's her sight boy. <laughs> <laughs> If there's side what is, piece. what is the opposite of side chick? No. Yeah,
1: I just say side piece now. Side yeah, piece. Okay.
0: Sorry. Side piece. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Yep.
1: <laughs>
0: also, question. Why does she need a nanny when she's not working?
1: Oh. Has anyone ever answered that? <laughs> right? Like
0: it was, was I, Yeah.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't know.
0: What is she busy with? Like, I'm just saying, because I know she's entitled to a nanny, but People are also asking, does she need one if she's not working? I know some of us, if we're a stay-at-home parent, do we need a nanny and be at home? Unless you're like a celebrity, right?
1: That's that moneyed lifestyle. Yeah. She comes from, from she comes wealth. From, yeah, or, she does. So the luxuries, right, that come with that. A better place, right? Yeah. A nanny. <laughs> nanny. Yeah. <We> help out. <laughs> right.
0: So, Lon, are you team Beanie's sisters or are you team Ari?
1: I think they both make valid arguments. So, remember we talked about, well, Wish could just be saying this to get in her ear. Right. And to fuck with her mind about what she would love to break them up. So, of course, she'd say something that was untrue
0: to make it seem like,
1: misconstrued, to make it seem like, girl, I got your back. When Mm -hmm. really it's like she's just trying to put a wedge between them. I understand Ari's concerns
0: there I don't know why Ari has to call them Pathetic to me that's harsh
1: Yeah she's not helping her case
0: Yeah The thing about Ari that I like during the tell All is that when she Called out other people I'm behind Her like I'm supportive of everything She said but I wish that she's more Introspective because when they talk about her Issues with Beanie Her immediate reaction is to Be self victimizing Mm. I mean that's how i see it you know maybe I'm wrong but
1: no that's a good call yeah when she contributed to everybody else's relationship conversations
0: yeah she makes um, sense right she
1: makes sense yeah Yeah. but then she has faults she's not perfect Mm -hmm. and she has the nerve to get on Benny for certain things right or like well look at you though (laughs) yeah so
0: do we want to move on to Armando and Kenny our favorite couple
1: Okay. So this still frustrates me. Not anything about Kenny Armando. Everything for me about Kenny Armando is cool. I'm happy for Kenny Armando. It's great. But, and this irked me when we talked about it before. I'm with Kenny's son here. Like, what does it even matter? matter? Right. Yeah. You know, he said it's about their happiness. And again, I guess the daughter's concern is, oh, he's going to be spending all his time or all his attention with, his, He'll be with this new baby. Yeah. yeah. So what? You're grown up. Yeah. You're not a baby. I understand these little sibling rivalries when you're like three or four and your brother's getting more attention than you are. And you, you do these attention getting things because you want the attention on yourself. You're grown. You're grown. All of you are. Does it really matter that if his attention is diverted to raising another baby with his partner and they're going to be happy. And I get it. I'm willing to budge a little bit. I hope he doesn't completely ignore you or yeah. that he, you're no longer a part of his life. But Kenny is not that kind of person.
0: Yeah. So like,
1: can you just let him live?
0: <laughs> yeah. Can I offer the theory that a lot of the fans of the show has put out? And this mm. is kind of vicious. They're worried that their share of inheritance just got sliced a little bit more. <laughs> oh. Because, <laughs> like, why are you mad, though, right? Yeah. In, in, in all honesty, and I'm sorry, Kenny and Armando, this, that's just... That's not us saying it. That's not us saying That's, saying us saying that's that, speculation amongst the fans. That from Reddit, that people were saying, haha, they're mad because they're getting lesser inheritance. Mm. But in all honesty, I think they're probably... Worried that their dad may not have enough bandwidth for his family back home in the U.S., but they should also be aware that they all have their own families. You know, Cassie has a new baby; she has her own family. I don't know about the rest, but I'm pretty sure they have their own lives. And it's not they all like, can work it out. Yeah, they it's can not like it they out. Come to their dad in Mexico. You know, it's not, Mexico is not like an ocean away.
1: Yeah. Did you hear what Evelyn said? I, I think it was Evelyn. When it started to get tense, Evelyn had this, uh, I don't know what it's called, icebreaker or subject breaker, or subject changer, Yeah. where she said, well, whether he has a kid, I'm sure he's still going to look great. Yeah, he's still going to look young. Yeah. yeah, or something. And I was like, oh, good save. <laughs> good yeah. Save. And it's true, though. <laughs> like, Kenny looks really good. But then at the same time, I did want to make the comment that, did you hear of Steven? Steven's oh, little my comment yeah. at the beginning? That's
0: so bitchy of him. Yeah. To say, like, oh, don't tell anyone, but Kenny in person looks older. He Bitch. was all yeah. <laughs> you look like a Brooke Hansen brother, okay? Yeah.
1: He was already smack talking everybody there. I'm like, "Dude, aren't you supposed to be the religious guy?
0: <laughs> the shit stirring game was too high. He's such a shit stirring in this one. We're gonna get to him shortly, but I just want to say that Kenny and Armando has the healthiest blended long distance family mm. that I've seen so far in the ninety day franchise, and I think that's something to be proud of, especially for mm-hmm. a, an LGBT couple to have such a a nice blended family with both your in-laws and extended family and all that so yeah i'm really happy for them i don't know if we need to see more of them but i'll be happy if they stick around like in pillow talks or something Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah the other thing i just learned in this tell all is the fact that armandu grew up mormon as well Mm. that's a revelation there i guess now it kind of i wouldn't say it makes sense but I can see how because of the LDS indoctrination, he feels he has to repress his true sexuality. Mm. And I'm glad that, you know, I guess he's maybe non-practicing LDS member or maybe not even an active one. And I'm glad that he's able to be his best self or be his true self, you know? Right. All right. Are we ready for Evelyn and Corey?
1: I think they're so done. And somebody suggested somebody suggested, well, maybe you need to go to therapy to learn how to be separated and who or something that? like that. Did I, did that? Yeah. Okay. I forget who said it, but it was like, well, one, Corey said he got her a therapist, but right. I think... For
0: Christmas? They- <laughs> it was like a gift? <laughs> yeah. What?
1: Yeah. But, yeah, you know, and I think Evelyn quipped something like, oh, because I'm the one who needs one, right? Or yes. whatever, something like that. Mm-hmm. But like, I kind of get that. I think that their relationship's toxic, toxic. It's, it's not healthy. Yeah. It's bad. But they seem to justify all these issues so they can be together. And I think that's what the person, whoever had mentioned it, I think it might have been Ellie or somebody. But when they said, well, maybe you need to work through these things so that you can be a part mm-hmm. or something like that, instead of trying to think we're going to save this. We're going to work, work yeah. this out or things like that. But I think they're done. I just think they're done because it's true. Like Corey will say, that's it. You know, everything. And, and Evelyn, I feel so bad. Right. Cause she does sometimes like seem to be the bad person, but she's always the one coming back. And now she hears this on live TV, no less. And what's she going to do? Come back again. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So she keeps giving him these chances And that's how it feels like to her. And obviously we see it too. She's the one giving him all these chances all the time. And here it is. He's over here saying like he, he has feelings, not in so many words, but that's what it's said Yeah, for the most part. Right. He's oh, I'm going to need a beer or something like that. Like, and then he said he cares about her, but Evelyn's the one that is his wife. And that's the one he loves, but like, you still have feelings and you lied to Evelyn about how you felt.
0: Can I say that maybe he said that about Jenny because he doesn't want to come across as a jerk? Because think about it, he didn't really end their relationship. He ghosted on Jenny. Yeah. So as to tell us viewers that, you know what, I still care for her, even though he's probably being a fuck boy to her. It was probably a fling, you know? And there's so maybe, many
1: ways I can play this, but go go ahead.
0: No, I mean, go ahead. Because I just think that the reason why he kept repeating the fact that oh, I still care for Jenny, but Evelyn is the one. It's very circumstantial, you know, because when Evelyn accepted him back, he's like, oh, okay, well, now I'm back with her. But with Jenny, I mean, I guess I still have feelings for her, but, you know, like he ghosted her. And he doesn't want to come across as that jerk who was just fucking around and then ghosting people. Yeah. (laughs) So he had to come up with excuses saying that, oh yeah, but it's not like that relationship is fraud. I do care for Jenny, but now I'm with Evelyn conveniently, you know? So.
1: Yes. So to take that a step further, Mm -hmm. it almost seems to me as if he's still straddling the middle so that they're both options, right? So that if Evelyn doesn't work out He can go back to you. He can go back, yeah. She's trying to leave that door, even though it's almost shut. It's still there. Because if he said, oh, yeah, like, Jess? No, no feelings whatsoever. And when the episode aired, that's what I said. I was like, what do you mean? Like, what are you saying? The only right answer here is no, you don't. Mm -hmm. And that you are 100%. So when he said that, even when I was watching it when it aired, the fact that he said that for me was like, he was still trying to leave that as an option and leave the door open there. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you're still playing the middle, dude. You're still playing the middle. you be coy what he, about
0: it. Yep. Yeah. That's
1: what he did with Jess at the beginning of the relationship. That's why he didn't tell her. It took him a month and a half to tell her because he was kind of playing both sides again, mm-hmm. which one's going to like work or whatever. Right. So I just don't like Corey at yeah. all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> can I be a devil's advocate here and remind our listeners and us that during the last tell all that they were on Evelyn actually confessed to Corey that she was sleeping around with his best friend I believe that was Raul at that time and she also slept around with others in town and she didn't really care about what he thought and she called him fat it was actually in my notes like I kind of scrolled up and I was like oh she was the villain in The Last Tell All. And I thought, okay. Then I caught myself feeling like, well, I don't want to vilify Corey. I mean, I know he came across as a jerk, but at the same time, there's like this double standards, right? Like, because we're all bashing Corey. But Evelyn is not a saint either.
1: Right. Like,
0: I don't get why she went ahead with the wedding. And my theory during the last podcast recording was that I think deep down, she really wants the wedding, just to show off maybe. But I think part of her regrets officializing it with Corey because it's embarrassing. People probably know that Corey had slept around. But I think people also know that she has slept around. So right way they're meant for each other, I guess.
1: For me, it's the reason I take her side is because she did her dirt. She's got all the skeletons. But the thing is, and I see it from her side, we're going to put it all on the table. And mm-hmm. once it's all on the table, we can move past all this. Mm-hmm. But you got to put it all on the table. Mm-hmm. So she said, yes, I put your best friend. You know, I was promiscuous. I don't know whatever she did, mm-hmm. but I'm letting you know.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that way, when we get married, all my secrets are out. I have nothing to hide.
0: Yeah. You're Corey,
1: for yeah. So that's it. And we cross this line, point of no return. And Corey is like, all right, yeah, here's this. Okay, fine. We're going to move on. And then it turns out not to be true. So then she's mm. like, okay, this time, this time, I mean it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's put it all on the table. Yeah, this is it. This is everything. And then she comes on TV and it's not everything. And she's just like, dude, how many?
0: I mean, thought how that mean, was, So I
1: get it. Like,
0: I thought that was her first time seeing that footage. And maybe that's why she relived it, even though they put everything on the table before they went ahead with the wedding ceremony.
1: He lied to her, though. And that's where it keeps getting complicated because he told her what he told her was he had no feelings for Jess, mm. but then for her to see the the video, yeah, Do you still have feelings for Jess.
0: I can oh, see that his non-answer, like you say, opens up the door of like he possibly could still harbor feelings for Jenny, and obviously that's her Jenny. Film.
1: Sorry, Jess. Yeah. Well, I keep saying Jess.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: Jenny. Sorry, y'all. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> but yeah so I thought we were done with this mm-hmm. how can I move forward now when yeah. I thought we were done with this and you told me that it was a solid no and I'm the woman in your life now whatever and then she sees a video and he's still like god oh. still yeah.
0: that so you're saying he deserved a smack <laughs> was it an assault to you <laughs> yeah you, you catch that she actually like smacked him or something I mean, it's a gentle one, but I know your stance on, like, you know, assault, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, does she yeah. need anger management?
1: You know, hitting hitting people. I'm trying to stay away from violence to anyone, right? But at the same time, when you're angry, you hit things. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, that's oh, not a, that's not a justification. I'm just saying I understand if people do. I'm not saying it's right.
0: Yeah. All in all, I have to say I'm exhausted from their relationship. I don't want to watch them anymore. It's toxic. Like, they just have to get their shit together. And it's not entertaining anymore. Yeah. It has passed the point of entertainment, you know?
1: See, I think they're done. But you think they're perfect for each other. <laughs> I think they're perfect for yeah, each you're other. Like, just-
0: I think they're staying together <laughs> because it benefits both of them. You yeah. know? And this is a good segue because it seems like Corey's family has sort of outcast him. I'm not sure if that's the right word. They've, I wouldn't say abandoned him, but they've really washed their hands off him. If that's a better mm. term to put it, I think Corey feels more at home in Angabao. and he maybe he felt more accepted there than at home with his family. Now that you know his dad has passed away and he's no longer close with them, and it's really sad to hear that seven years he's been in Ecuador and no one has visited him. Mm-hmm. What do you think about his brother Matt and I guess Taylor? I'm not sure if Taylor was the wife, I didn't really catch that. But do you think that he was justified in the way he explained why they didn't go to the wedding or they're no longer close to him?
1: Yeah, so I don't think that's either justified at all. So here's the thing the wedding to me, not a big deal, right? I think when, yeah, Mm -hmm. I think when he was like, Wait, so you're saying just because I didn't go to the wedding, I don't love my brother, that's not your place to say, yeah, okay. Point taken, but seven years. Okay. Yeah. The wedding, whatever. But I can also say, Hey, I can't make the wedding, but how about next month? Or I can't make the wedding, but you know, in in a year from now, yeah. Why don't I come visit? Mm -hmm. You had seven years. You know what I mean? So, and I know the wedding just happened, but I'm saying what my point is you had seven years. You know, I would understand if in those seven years you visited a few times and then you were like, I can't make the wedding. Yeah. But for you to not and then say I can't make the wedding, you just don't want to go. You just don't want to see your brother. And I have a really good relationship with my brothers, and it's tough for us to be apart. When I was living in Seattle, I, I lived in Seattle for actually seven years, and they couldn't wait to visit me. I couldn't wait to visit them. We couldn't mm-hmm. wait to visit each other. And yeah. like, you can make it happen, dude. So, and you know, well, why didn't Corey visit his brother? So, I don't know. <laughs> it's a two way street too.
0: Yeah. I like how, if you watch the Tell All, Kalani actually called out the brother for flying to New York to film the Tell All, but not flying to Ecuador to visit his brother. Oh,
1: Pillow Talk. Yeah, Pillow Talk Talk episode. Yeah, Pillow Talk. I'll have to check. I'll check that later. I didn't. I didn't catch that one. Yeah,
0: which is like, yeah, he's being contradictory. Like he doesn't mind that. Well, I guess TLC probably paid for him and Taylor to fly to New York to film this tell-all. But I mean, if you really love your brother as you claim to to be, right? Why can't you visit him once? And if anything, if you're trying to find a reason to, how about his wedding? Yeah. Right? If you don't like Ecuador, Ecuador, (laughs) well, why about attending as his best man? Yeah. You know? So yeah, I'm not really a fan of, the brother, he seems he, like you can tell he was very defensive when Evelyn's sister called him out on it, and that tells me that he's guilty. Like, he knows he fucked up, and he's just mm-hmm. trying to, like, know your place, people. Like, uh, I actually love my brother. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Good way of showing it. Yeah, all right, Lon. Oh man, we've come to the pinnacle of it all. <laughs> Stephen <sighs> with the V, yep, Stephen with the V. Mr. Pooh. <laughs> Mr. Oh Shitster oh, Yeah, okay. so
1: um let me say this. First, okay. let's get the good part out of the way. Yeah. Uh, it's not it's not even great, but Alina poor thing, right? I feel so bad for Alina before it got super super uncomfortable and even super super weird. The fact that nothing really changed. I was like, "Damn." And I knew it wouldn't. I knew it wouldn't. And for her to still have this difficulty of leaving, you know, it's like, it's all there spelled out right in front of her. And she still doesn't know if she's going to leave or not. I think she even said um, that she was going to try to work it out still.
0: Yeah. She decided (laughs) there and then that she will give him another chance. But mark my words, that's not going to be the last chance. She's stuck in this toxic relationship. And it will take a while for her to get out. I've been there before. I've given multiple chances to my ex-partner who kept cheating on me. Mm. But sometimes you have to learn it the hard way because when you're in the relationship, you're seeing things with rose-colored glasses and your blind spots are just shut off, right? People can be coming at you saying, look, man, he cheated with me or you should run the other way. But it just seems like Alina is, if I could come up with a theory on why she's staying, it's probably because she wants to get into the US. I don't know, like maybe... She sees Steven as a gateway mm. or as a you know exotic partner. <laughs> right.
1: The opportunities where she's at maybe aren't the best for her. Yeah. And maybe just coming over would be better despite the shitty relationship she's in.
0: But nine um, different girls though. And what yeah. dude, this guy is grooming people. That's mm. the creepy part.
1: Yeah. So, seems it as
0: normal behavior to him,
1: I want to get out there first <laughs> okay. before we get into this. Okay, go for it and say, yeah, like I'm not one to like kink shame. I'm actually pretty open about sexuality.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't think that's wrong that he wants a threesome. I think it's more of what Armando was saying like the sexuality is not what's wrong here. The fact that you package yourself and you've presented yourself as like this holy God fearing person when you're actually not there. I mean, and and, and even then, I don't think that like, like sex is wrong or sinful. I'm not trying to go that route either, but I'm saying that he does. He's, he's presents himself that, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to be loyal. And, and then there's these standards that I want you to have. Okay. But you're not living up to those standards though, yourself. They're in hypocrisy.
0: Is the yep. Right.
1: You're a married man and you're talking to nine different women and you're entertaining their nudes. Right. The fact that you want to have a threesome, I don't think that's like, oh my gosh, you want to have a threesome. And I think some people in the show were like, what? No, oh, you're a freak. Right. I think if he was open from the beginning and there's another angle I could explore, like you touched up on it, how, because of his religion, there's sexual suppression here Mm -hmm. also in play, but that's a whole nother conversation. But I think if he was open about these things, I think the honesty from the beginning would have been better. Yeah. If he had opened up to her about these things from the beginning And gave her that choice after getting to know her and getting comfortable and them, you know, maybe exploring their sexuality together Mm -hmm. and him throwing it out there then and saying, well, you know, what What do you feel about this? And kind of giving her that decision to say, oh, I'm I'm down with that or I'm not, you know, instead of just I'm going to marry you. And then now that we're married, now I'm going to explore these things. Okay, but you already made this commitment to her. That's so not fair. If he yeah. had just been honest, I think, about these things from the very beginning, I think it would have been different. She would have been more informed and that information would have given her a better decision-making, whether this was a relationship she wanted to continue.
0: Yeah, There, I mean,
1: because the thing is, if you offer this information in the beginning and she didn't marry you, then you could find somebody who was into who's who's who maybe wants to explore that too yeah instead of hurting somebody who isn't down with that
0: yeah I can see it as yeah now he's trying to groom her or force the whole kink down her throat and she's already told him that she's not into him having multiple relationships she's not into the whole polygamy thing and I just wish that if Stephen wasn't adamant about the whole baptizing if he didn't come across as what Vanessa eloquently put it as fronting as a faithful man who wants to be in a monogamous relationship, if that wasn't his brand, I think some of us wouldn't be that shocked mm. with his behavior. Right. But because he comes across as someone who's like Bible thumping and follows the teaching of the LDS closely and wanting Alina to be baptized, like Armando puts it, right? And then he goes about the other way. Then,
1: right, he puts know. those expectations on his partner, but doesn't yep. live up to those expectations right. himself. And then when he gets called out on it, he'll always pull out some self-serving bit of scripture annotation. Or an Nelson Mandela
0: quote. Exactly. It's fucking.
1: Exactly. Like this guy over here dude and yeah and when you did it i'm like you always do that you yeah. always do that to make it seem you twist all these words or you you pull all these things to make to, you know again self-serving for his own benefit so that he can continue to keep doing what he's doing and i'm just like nah
0: this really reminds me of midnight mass you know how yes. they justify thing and then they start quoting the bible oh. yes
1: yeah, great show, by the way, listeners. If you saw Still it, let us, it. Know. Let, let us know what you thought about it if you saw it. And, and yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. We like to talk about yeah. Midnight Mass here. We keep
0: going back to it.
1: That's the theme of this season <laughs> of our podcast. Yeah, Midnight Mass.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I just find that Stephen was being out of place in a lot of areas, right? Like calling people out, mm-hmm. saying that he feels like he's the worst person in the room with the exception of Corey. And then Corey came back with like, well, technically I'm not in the room. yeah, Uh, And then accusing Ari of abandoning Beanie, which is semi-true, but really it was because, you know, she prefers to have the surgery done in the US, which is her prerogative, right? Yeah. She's the mom. But yeah, like... (laughs) Was he paid extra to like really stir the pot here? Like,
1: again, he's that guy. He's that guy where he doesn't want to look at his own faults. He came prepared to defend himself by pointing the finger at other people. Mm hmm. You know, and he, I think he took some responsibility and even then it wasn't that great. Like, uh, uh that was a temporary lapse of judgment. And, you know, uh, you fleeting know, like, moment of weakness. Fleeting, yeah, fleeting <laughs> moment of weakness. Right. You know what I mean? But he was quick to jump on everybody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, to me, that's just so typical. And I'm not speaking for everybody you know, my brother is like, well, you judge all Christians because a little bit of a few Christians are like this and stuff. But for me, that's just been my experience where I think religion and all these rules and and piety and righteous self-righteousness make you live by these standards. And then you start to look at everybody else who aren't living to these standards
0: It's beneath you.
1: Yeah. Right. And then that they're sinners and stuff. Oh yeah. Well, but look at yourself first because they were designed for you as well, especially for you. Because yeah. some people may not follow your commandments or your holy books, your sacred texts. So apply them to yourself, bro. Are you living up to those standards? Yeah, and he came there to like pick everybody else apart. And like, this is the most modest I've seen you dressed. Get the fuck out of here with that. What are you Dude, talking that was rude. about? Yeah, I hear that
0: people just giggled or like they nervously laugh. I wish someone yeah. would have called him out on it.
1: Yeah. And that's so sexist too, right? Yeah. Like, do, do out you of not, line. Do you not understand the comment you just made? Like, <laughs> it's, Yeah.
0: So out of line, dude. I wish someone would have called him out on that. I like the fact that he was trying to dodge Sean Robinson's question and Jenny was like, you can't do that to Sean. She's asking the question. And yeah. I like how Sean reminded him yeah. that it is a couple's tell-all. Yeah, And she also called out the folks who laughed at his confession because he is married and he's still doing all this to Alina. Right. But it just breaks my heart, Lon. I feel like at this point, Alina has lowered her standards. And that's what happened to people in abusive relationship is that they think that this is the best that they could do and they don't see past that. All right. I've been there, so I know how that feels.
1: This is only the stuff we see. And again, you can attest to that if you've lived through it. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that goes behind closed doors. Exactly, A lot that goes behind closed doors. And when people don't see that, to them, it's just, oh, this is so obvious, you should leave. But there's a lot happening behind closed doors emotional, psychological manipulation, Mm -hmm. right? That breaks you down, Yeah, right? You get fed maybe small nuggets or small tidbits of positivity that make you hopeful Mm -hmm. and go, oh, well, maybe this is an opportunity for our relationship to turn around or that this person, he or she will change. There's a lot that goes on behind closed doors that people don't see and that they don't understand unless they experience being in a, an abusive relationship, the types of abuse that you go through mm-hmm. that keep you around Do you know what I mean, that are designed. We're not just foolish people, right? I say we, cause I've, I've encountered my fair share of, of abusive relationships, toxic relationships. Yeah. We're, we're just not like stupid people, but I think abusers and manipulators they know how to use your goodness, right? Yep. To keep you around, they use your goodness as a weakness,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: maybe one day they'll lavish you with gifts, or they'll apologize in a way that seems sincere. Or, do you know I mean? And these yeah. are all things that I see Stephen doing. Yeah, you know these like grand gestures, all oh, make her this book, you know, and little things like that, and these. Oh, kidnap some cats. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, I see it. I see that it's. it's being played out here and I'm like dude and it's true and she eats it up she eats yeah. it up and it's you see the joy in her face oh
0: well, maybe yeah. he
1: is a sweet guy you know I'm like this is abuse
0: that's <laughs> the thing about abuse. yeah the thing about abusers is they will engage in grand gestures to mask the wrongdoings and how shitty they are mm-hmm. and to make their partner forget their mistakes and like I say, it will take a yeah. while for Alina to learn Lon, if there's nothing else, I just want to close this out by saying, you know, shout out to Vanessa who came. I going to say that. <laughs> all, uh, not to rat on Steven, but rather to show support.
1: To save, I think, right. Alina. Yeah. Because I think she even got emotional. She, when she was like, Alina, that's not going to happen. You exactly. got to get out. Yeah, I was like,
0: she, she knows, even, man. <laughs> he's worse now than, than before. And yeah. if you're interested to know more about their relationship, by their, I mean, Vanessa's and Stephen's previous relationship, go to Reddit, go to the 90 Day Fiance sub and find her AMA. She detailed everything along with the receipts. (laughs) And it's very telling, very disturbing. So just a forewarning there. If you're triggered by abuse and, you know, abusive relationship, especially, Because she really, really go into the weeds. She really Mm. detailed how their relationship went. And you really got to brace yourself when you read the AMA. Go check it out. But yeah, shout out to her for... uh, You were a real
1: one for that, Vanessa.
0: Exactly. It's
1: really nice for her to do that.
0: Solon, on that note, (laughs) what is your WTF moment on this tell-all?
1: WTF for me steven the whole entire thing was a clusterfuck Mm -hmm. but what stood out to me were the nine girls that sent him nudes and he entertained every single one of them so he calls it a fleeting like moment or whatever and the reason he's doing that is to isolate it to make it seem like one incident Mm -hmm. oh there was this time when nine girls sent me no these are it was nine times. <laughs> this is these are separate yeah. incidences, yeah. right? Separate incidences for him to show how faithful. And maybe he would have failed three of those times or four of those times. He failed every single time. Yep. Nine times. Right. Nine times he was presented with an opportunity to be unfaithful to his wife. Nine times. And every time he took it.
0: He and you could think that Alina would have. Being like, fuck this, I'm out.
1: No willpower whatsoever. No, and then before we even get into that, he wasn't even supposed to be doing that anyway. Right. He wasn't even supposed to have a, a messaging account. I guess this was a Facebook Messenger, I'm assuming. Like he said he closed his Facebook, no? Exactly. Like he wasn't even supposed to have these accounts anyway. And that's another thing altogether, is you know what you do with your socials and things like that. Cause we had this conversation. If you're already doing that, it should be over. Yeah. Trust, <laughs> if that's where you're in relationship that, yeah, yeah, it's already done. But they agreed and that was the boundary was for him to get rid of those accounts. Right. So one, he still has the accounts, right? That's already broken, right? Mm-hmm. And then nine times that he was presented an opportunity to be unfaithful to his wife and he entertained it every single time. Yeah. Like, what the fuck?
0: Bro. <laughs> hey, fuck? no puns intended, but do you think those nine girls, assuming they're girls, were booby trapping him?
1: <laughs> booby trapping him
0: because um, they send those they send the receipts to Alina as apparently, yeah.
1: Right? Well, I mean, she found out, but I don't know. If, I she don't. She said know they if,
0: send them to her, so that's why They I was were thinking. sent
1: to her. Maybe I forgot how it was worded, but yeah. Either way, yeah, maybe they sent them to her, or someone sent them to her, or let, yeah. them let her know.
0: But even yeah. if the thirst was real, that still doesn't excuse him from such behavior.
1: Yeah. And again, if it wasn't manufactured in, in that way, Kenny had already told him anyway. You're famous, quote unquote, mm-hmm. like this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. You, you're you're going to have to expect this. This, These are the tests. Like I get boobs too. And it is. It's, it, I'm not surprised. You know, if Colt can find dates and Big Ed can find dates, then like, that's just what comes with being on this reality show. There's a yeah. certain level of notoriety and fame that comes with being on the show. Your relationship will be tested,
0: mm-hmm. and many um, times.
1: Him. Yeah,
0: I agree with you, Lon. That's also my WTF moment. Not particularly the nine that I would say that definitely, but I was gonna choose. Basically, all of Steven's comments, especially the one on Evelyn, even though I'm not a big Mm. fan of hers, but still, he has no place to say how she dressed. You know, he should not cross that line. Right. And everything else that... uh, The
1: shade that he was throwing. The shade that he was throwing
0: at Corey. It's almost like he was out to get Corey immediately. Mm -hmm. But everyone else, even Ari, got a bit of shade from Steven. But I also want to say WTF to Leandro. As well, like, yeah, good drugs,
1: one, good one, yeah, you know, yeah.
0: leave them alone, just leave
1: them alone, right you know.
0: off to the sunset, and you know, yeah. take your PhD and just you know, right. Right. live your life,
1: yeah. You want to be her friend, wish her a happy birthday, you yeah. know, Merry Christmas or whatever,
0: right? But don't get on the phone and speak for two hours in Spanish, no need to be doing that, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, no nothing need. wrong with the language, but I'm just saying, like, in, in secret, right? Because the thing is, Beanie doesn't speak Spanish. Now, if Beanie speaks Spanish, now, of course, that's, you know, fair play. But like you're right. trying to code. It's like, like there's this code here that or there's something that you don't want. You clearly don't want Beanie to know. And for yep. two hours? Yep. Are we back in high school? Like what's going on here? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. So, yep. Yep. Shady. That's super, super Hella super shady. shady. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm glad that this tell all happened in one episode. They didn't break it into like, two three episodes which you know thank you tlc for not dragging this on because right lord knows i'm <laughs> sick of some of these relationships already i was
1: sur- i was surprised i was like oh is it done yeah <laughs> is that it
0: done so i do have one wtft to share with our listeners and you lon this actually just broke today before we recorded and we record every tuesday listeners in case you're wondering Tariq and hazel are no longer living together in mm? fact, Tariq revealed that Hazel is probably on her way back to the Philippines. What? Yeah. And did you know that Tariq filed for bankruptcy again? What? No. Yeah. Well, someone has this theory that because this relationship started out of convenience or it came about out of convenience, right? Maybe it was transactional. Hmm. You know hazel wants a better life and of course she deserves it but she also wants to bring her son to the us and now that he has filed bankruptcy multiple times i don't know how much he can actually afford to do that for her because bringing over family members ain't cheap to the us mm. and i don't know how much oh i don't know whether he can even afford to support them and remember he has a disabled child have
1: they been on Pillow Talk? No, it's it's just no. him and his brother.
0: It's, it's always been his him brother and, his brother and his yeah brother's wife. Yep.
1: Oh, is oh, uh, Dean,
0: is it Dean? Yeah, Dean, Dean and yeah, his yeah. wife. Yeah, but, but I thought
1: and, Dean and he well before the wife was on it with Dean. I thought it was him and Dean too on sometimes. Yeah, and...
0: but you know they're not in good terms anymore. Mm, okay. Yeah, right. But yeah, right. it's kind of sad to learn about.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they seemed happy the last time. Yeah. Because, like, wasn't she also trying to get in with his daughter? Like, yeah, I think they get along. Pals and stuff, they, be friends yeah. and stuff.
0: Yeah, and she was willing to explore her sexuality and possibly having a threesome. What? What's that face for?
1: I forgot about that whole thing.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm here to, <laughs> Yeah, I'm here to how, did, how of... did
1: I forget? They made that the entire They, they make that the these, gist of, that of it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> I'm over here thinking, oh, why did I only remember the wholesomeness of trying to get to know his daughter and bringing the son over? Nah, they made it all about the whole threesome. Threesome
0: thing. that yes. he's still not over the Tai Chi. Remember?
1: Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. Maybe that happened.
0: <laughs> maybe that happened. And <laughs> yeah, maybe like that it. should
1: happen. And she
0: split. <laughs> like, peace out.
1: <laughs> wow. Thanks for listening, WTFers. If you love the podcast, you can show your support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us under listener support on anchor.fm and donate for as low as 99 cents or on Patreon at WTF Extra. It is appreciated and really helps us out. You can engage with us on email, Twitter, and Instagram at 90dayfiancéwtf. We especially would like to hear what your WTF moments are each episode. We might even shout you out. Don't forget to like, share, and follow the podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Lon L A N underscore like underscore Lon L A W N. Click on the link in my bio for additional socials.
0: Woo-hoo. woo So, Lon, are you ready for before the 90 days? Um, I think that's the next thing that's coming out.
1: The one that they were plugging during the tell-all. Is that? That before? that's the one. If it's before, before,
0: before the nineties, yeah,
1: it, it already looks, <laughs> it looks interesting. It, it, looks could just, it could just be a bait and switch, but it looks good. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: <laughs> at least list. it's all new couples, no. Repeats. We like
1: new couples. We like yeah. couples. We like new couples. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing, though, it looks like TLC is going through extra lengths to not make them typical couples.
0: Does that make sense? Like mismatched, like literally mismatched. Yeah,
1: not so much mismatched, but they're not like
0: <laughs> mismatched. I'm going to address the elephant in the room here? Is that <laughs> what it is?
1: Well, there were a few. There were a few, I think, that I saw. And it's always a surprise, yeah. but like I... <laughs> mismatch isn't the word because in previous seasons, I think everybody's mis- Mism- uh, Let me just go ahead and say, I think it's a mismatch every time. Like Americans are dating these like, Hot, really attractive <laughs> foreigners. For me, right. it, it has always been a mismatch. So that's why I mean, mismatch for me isn't the right word because okay. every single season, it's a mis. Stephen and Alina are a mismatch. Like, I'm mm. like, how? How did Stephen and Alina happen? That's a yeah. mismatch. Yeah. When I say like atypical or whatever, they're looking for something different about these couples. Right. Yeah. And I'm, and obviously, I'm not just talking about the elements in the room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I said it. I said it, that, y'all. Sorry. That was
1: one, but there were other ones too. I think they previewed like two other couples. There was maybe?
0: one that's like, I don't know what whether you call it the yellow fever. Yeah. Right? Is that the one that she likes she, Asian men? She
1: likes Asian men and she said it goes beyond, yeah. I guess you can call that yellow fever, but right? yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that was one, right? Yeah. So they're looking for really like, it's almost comical. That's what it is. Yeah. It's, Almost like they're not just looking for people who are like oh 90 day fiance couples. No, yeah. they're they're going that extra mile to be like like
0: so you know. I think the I'm not form- even putting
1: it in words, right?
0: The formula that TLC comes up with when it comes to before the 90 days is they want to make us guess whether or not the couple will last or whether or not they're genuine to begin with. Mm. Like, will someone like him falls fall in love with her or will someone like her fall in love with him you know Mm -hmm. and it just fucks with your mind if there's you know i'm sorry if that's no other better way for me to put it but yeah (laughs) it
1: does (laughs) yeah Yeah. that that,
0: we'll be be covering that listeners we'll be covering that i'm excited for that yeah that was the question
1: back to the question i'm excited for that
0: yeah (laughs) i'm also excited to see the next episode of family Chantel because i guess that's the episode where they have the fight. They have the fight that has been advertised all throughout the season. I've We're fallen off. Pedro's that. sister. Yeah, I've fallen off that too. I need to catch up. But next episode, uh, next Monday, I think, when they air the episode, is that episode where you see Pedro's sister fight or try to, you know, pick a yeah. fight with uh, Chantel or Chantel's the, family.
1: The last one I saw was Pedro fighting. It was a fight. It, yeah, was the, it, it was the other fight that they did.
0: Was there a flying yeah. kick? Is that what it is?
1: Yeah. <laughs> they were in the middle of the crosswalk and yeah. the street and they rolled around. They tumbled on the floor for a little bit.
0: And I'm like, yeah, oh. <laughs> wait, spoil it for me. Who won? Uh, <sighs> I could catch the episode, but I want to know who won. Was it Alejandro or Pedro? It was back and forth, but
1: I think in the end it was Pedro.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It, it did go back and forth, but in the end, like Pedro was able to use his mixed martial arts. And, yeah. Um, and he
0: Alejandro, works out too, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: And Alejandro was literally saying, get off of me, get yeah. off me, and all that. So that made it look like, oh, well, you lost. You lost.
0: <laughs> yeah, that makes sense because Alejandro, after that, from what I've gathered, he seems very butt sore, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, his ego was hurt, obviously. Yeah. So. Well, we're looking forward to covering the next season of 90 Day Fiancé, I guess, before the 90 days so until then just want to say thank you to our listeners thank you for choosing us or thank you for listening to us you know share the love spread the word and yeah love y'all I am